Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the, the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> In today's episode, we're going to talk about managing solvable and unsolvable problems. Not fixing Not fixing them. Okay, so this is another episode about the education week that you went to, which is a marriage and family relationship uh, conference, I guess is the right way to put it. Mm -hmm. Yep. And this was uh, done by, um, do you remember his name? Scott Braithwaite. And um, he talked about uh, managing problems. He did. He did. It was was a really good class. I know in blended families, I think we have... An exacerbation of normal problems? I think that's an understatement. Would that be the right word to use? (laughs) Yes, that's a good word. So, you know, all marriages and all families have issues and problems they're dealing with, but in a blended family, they can be, you know... Magnified. Magnified. Well, I think one of the reasons why is because the children and the raising of the children is not actually being done by you and your wife or you and your spouse. Yes. It's being done by you and your spouse... And your ex-spouse and their, you know, new spouse. Right. It's, it's so tough. Four people involved. Yeah, and the confusing. poor kids, right? The poor kids that are being yanked yeah. and pulled and, oh, these rules over here and these rules over here. And So there's tough. a whole new set of problems that occur in a blended family that you don't have in a normal nuclear family. That, right. Uh, and so he talked about, you know, how we deal with problems and complaints in relationships. So he started off by saying that complaints aren't necessarily a bad thing um, to share, right? They are a bad thing because it's a complaint, but it's not necessarily a bad thing to share. And he talked about, you know, how do you deal with them? How do you deal with complaints, right? Because we all have them. We all have complaints about each other. How do we deal with them? We wanted him to tell us how to deal with them, but he said that is something that each couple has to decide which complaints are important enough to bring up and to discuss. So why bring them up at all? Because the complaints can get bigger and bigger, right? It, one complaint leads to two complaints, leads to three complaints. And if you don't, aren't addressing them, then all of a sudden you've got a boatload of complaints and you're resentful and you're, right? right. So you can't just say, just get over it. Just ignore the thing right. that's bothering you. Now, there me. are sometimes, and I think some things, and that's what he said, not all complaints should or need to be shared. Right? Like, there is a certain tolerance that we have to have for each other, right? <laughs> Thanks, honey. I'm glad you, I tolerate you. Thank but you, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to put that on a green card. <laughs> I tolerate I, you. I tolerate you. <laughs> because I have to. We're married. Because I have to. We're married. Yes, I love that. No, oh, but we're no, going to make millions. I, yeah, I understand what you mean by that. It is, I mean, we could all complain about. Lots of different right. things. Right. We can nitpick about okay. all these exactly. little things. and But that's not what he's talking about. No, it's not. It's not. So he's just saying when there are when there are certain things that are starting to really get inside your head that are bugging you so bad, maybe it's a complaint you need to share. And all right, talk let's about. give some examples of some complaints. We talked about my socks on the floor before. Yes. They're, but, not, they're not there anymore. Isn't that amazing? They're not, but I really never complained about that no, either. No, you didn't. Well, no, you brought it up a couple times. 
but in almost the past. Yeah, almost but. in a joking way because it really wasn't like something <laughs> bothering me. But that's your way of complaining. It is, but it wasn't. It, it honestly wasn't something that was really bothering me. It was just like. I thought it was almost amusing that the socks were literally <laughs> but that a foot been, away from... That problem's been made. You're the one that just brought no, it up. I, I know. I know. So I'm just saying it wasn't ever anything that I was... It was really bugging me. It was just kind of funny. Like, yeah, they're right there. So that's a trivial problem. Trivial right? that I didn't feel the need to bring up. You but did, because but we did, did it in a joking way, then you, yeah, you started yeah, yeah. picking them up. But that could be a big problem for someone else. Yeah. It may lead to feelings of, well, if they really cared about me and all the hard work that I do around here, then they wouldn't leave their stuff on the floor. Right. Right. So it could lead to... It could. Something big. But there are also big problems. Money. Sex. Raising the kids, yeah. disciplining kids, all these things end up being big problems that could be very detrimental to your marriage if you can't figure out a way to manage them. Absolutely. Absolutely. In this class, you had, you wrote it down as four step problem solving, but it's not problem solving. No, it's it's managing problems, I guess, is a better word. Because he actually said, don't try and solve every problem in the well, moment. Wow, that's really hard for me. It is, and it's hard for most men, right? It is. It's yeah. hard for most men. They just want, oh, what's the problem? All right, let's, let's, let's fix it. Let's go fix it, yeah. Yep. Because that's, I think that's in our nature is we right. want to fix problems, especially me as an engineer. Holy cow, I just see problems and I, oh, I can fix that. I, you know, right. I'll figure out how, how to make it work. But that's not what he wants us to do. No, he wants us to figure out a way to constructively manage our problems and communicate effectively. Right. So he had uh, four steps to doing this. Yep. Discuss, set an agenda, brainstorm, and then agree. Yes. So we're going to yep. go over each one of those steps. I, I was very curious when I first saw this. We, we just saw this yesterday. I did for the first time. Very interesting ideas here yeah so the first one was and something i know you love which is use the speaker listening technique yes yeah, so active listening in the discuss section yes he wants you to use the speaker listening technique which so let's that, practice that could, honey that could be a whole episode that <laughs> i never want to do um let's practice right now <laughs> so what you're telling me oh is that I hate the speaker listener. You hate to speak. <laughs> you hate to listen. No. <laughs> no, I hate to feel um, patronized. Patronized, yes, or condescended to. You know what I mean? And I feel All right, like. So let's let, let's role play. Okay. What most people think active listening is. Yes. So. So I'm going to say something. Okay, say something. Um, I don't like it when uh, you leave boxes in the backyard. So what I'm hearing you say is that you don't like me leaving boxes in the backyard. Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. See, how See, lame is that? That is kind of lame. It is. And that's just to me, it's so patronizing. Like, yeah, that's what I just said. Duh. Like but instead of, you could have said, well, that's just too bad. You know, I'm going to leave them back there well, or whatever. The whole point of the speaker listening technique is that the person speaking feels heard and validated. That's the whole point. Well, not only that they feel heard, but that you're actually listening instead of right. coming up with what your response is going to be. Right. Yes, that you're actively listening and that you're showing the other person 
that you are actively listening. Well, and, and the whole idea around active listening is to figure out what they're feeling. Right. Right. From what they're saying to you, put yourself in their shoes right. and figure it out. So he has actually, I think it's a cool formula. It is, I felt Z when you did X in situation Y. Right. So I know there's a lot of X and Zs and Ys. It sounds like a math formula. So let's let's put that one into practical. Okay. So do do you can... You want me to try one? Yeah, try the thing with the boxes. No, I don't like the boxes one. Don't let's, do the boxes. No, let's do the cooking. Oh, I like this one. <laughs> okay, so I felt displaced when you were in the kitchen cooking and didn't ask for my help. Isn't that so silly? That's so silly. <laughs> Which, that's not the correct response, by the way, that you're that is not. But you know what? That happened to us. That happened to us last week. Because Paige has been cooking every night. She has, which Aww. has been wonderful. And the heavens I felt, have opened. Light I, has shown down. I felt kind of displaced because I've, I've been normally <laughs> doing the cooking for a while. And so I'm like, uh, what can I do to help? And you said, nothing, just relax. Oh, that just... Ooh. I'm like, how dare me tell my husband to go relax? I know. Do I not have a purpose anymore? <laughs> I felt displaced. I always want your help in the kitchen, but I also don't want you, I didn't want you to feel like you had to help. I know. So if I were to say that to you, I felt displaced when you were in the kitchen and didn't ask for my help. Well, how would you respond to that? Um, well, I did. I said, well, that's silly. <laughs> See, we have to work on this, yes, right? Yes, we have to work on this. <laughs> so it's discussing what the problem is. But you can see, I could have said, I could have said something like, "Why didn't you ask me to help you in the kitchen?" Right. And yeah, then I've been like, "Well, I didn't know you wanted to help in the kitchen." You know, it, and then that would have right um, escalated. escalated. Oh, Ooh, we learned nice that word. Mm -hmm. We know that yeah, word. We know that so word. So in this way, I'm telling you how I felt, right. not accusing you, not doing anything like right. that. I'm just telling you, you, know, I really felt displaced when you didn't invite me in the kitchen to help out. Right. So he actually had a little um, role play at, uh -huh. uh, in his class, and it was someone that had, they were supposed to always put their keys on the hook. Oh, yeah. And I get, apparently the one spouse frequently does not put the keys on the hook, and so the other spouse is always having to look for the keys that are supposed to be on the hook. So he showed us what not to say. So he showed, you know, somebody walking in going, I can't find the keys. You never put the keys on the hook and you always put them someplace else. I can never find them. It's that sounds so like a normal yeah. response that and someone would have. the other person was like, I can't believe you said that I always did that. Of course I don't always, you know, it's this immediate, your back is up because someone is accusing you. So he said, turn to your, you know, neighbors in our class and he said tell them what you would say and so i told him what i what i would say yes i go i go more of the joking route and i said oh, i would have been like oh look here i am here here are the keys oh look there's my home the hook oh i love the hook i love to be home i said i'd probably do something like that yeah i think that's not condescending <laughs> and yeah, I, that's always fun when she does that to me depending on what mood you're in sometimes you might laugh and sometimes i might and you would say got it Keys need to be on the hook. Or sometimes you'd be like, seriously? You couldn't have just, you know. You couldn't have just it's, that's simply a, asked me. Right. That's a very passive aggressive, you know, silly. But 
that's kind of how I, you know, that I yeah. go for the, I go for the laugh or I go for the funny way, which is still condescending sometimes, right? Oh yeah, yeah, it can be. So this, I was, so how would we do the key thing then with his technique? With his technique, it would be, I felt frustrated when you didn't put the keys on the hook as we have, you know, previously discussed that that's where we would put them. It was something like that. Oh, I'd change it up even more. Of course you would. Of course. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I felt frustrated when I couldn't find the keys. Yeah. Because they weren't on the hook. Right. That way I never said it was you. Right. But he says that's okay. Does does he? It's okay. Yes. Because that's the whole point. I felt Z when When you you did X. X, Okay. All right. I get it. In situation. Because he's saying... Get to the root of the problem. The root of the problem is you didn't put... All right, instead of dancing around it, because I would have right. danced You're, around right. it. Right. You're dancing, and that means maybe it's going to come up again. But if you get to the root okay. in a respectful, non-confrontational way... Yeah. <laughs> you can't say something like, I was frustrated when you stupid idiot didn't put the keys right. on, the, yes. on the key hook. That would be How bad. How dumb are you? Exa- that would right. be very bad. That would be very bad. And the other person would obviously feel hurt and mad and all of that. And so the discussion would not do great. Okay. So, so I, th- I think that's, I, I like that, right? Yeah. Be direct, but say what you're feeling, right? So right. you're not um, getting your spouse, you know, in a defensive position. Right. Saying, and he says you're ready to move on. When you both understand each other's point of view. Not when the problem is solved. Not when the problem is solved. When you can say, I can see how you're frustrated because I keep not leaving the keys on the hook. And the other person can Because you have to keep looking for them right. and it's wasting your time. And the other person can say, you know, I know it's difficult for you to remember because, you know, maybe you're used to putting them over here. You know, so you try and see each other's point of view in a respectful way. And then you can move on. You don't have to solve the problem right then, but, but at least see each other's point of view to be able to move on. Okay. I like that. Okay. Then the next thing he said was set an agenda. So what does this mean? I mean, set an agenda for problem management? Right. So... Set an agenda means it's what you're going to work on. You're going to take your problem and you're going to work on it. So, and he says it's important that it's a bite-sized piece on your agenda. So the agenda, if your problem with your spouse is money, like we're spending more money than we make every month and we are in debt and we are having serious problems, right? If that's the problem, you don't go, we need to sit down and talk about this. You go, um, let's talk about the maxed out visa. You talk, you, you choose one thing. So you thing. choose one of, one of the situations in your bigger problem. Because people are overwhelmed yeah, I can with see that. this, oh my goodness, how are we going to solve this problem of always spending too much money? Always, So people get overwhelmed, so they don't want to discuss it, so then it's never discussed. So you choose a piece of the problem to discuss. Right. I, I get it. So... Like we talked about this not too long ago, about a month or so ago, yeah. when we said, you know what, we're spending too much money. Right. We both talked about it. And we decided, all right, so what are we going to do? And the thing we worked on then was we're going to go on an Amazon fast for right. like two weeks. Well, and I think what's really good about you and I, we never point fingers at each other and say, you're spending too much money. We've never done that in no, eight years. No, we haven't, we which haven't. is amazing. Don't so, point at me like that. <laughs> 
Just like I just did. Yeah. Did you guys see that? <laughs> she pointed at me. So we don't ever do that. If Even though that may be the case it, at the time. But somebody, it's, it's a joint thing. I mean, it's we're a joint thing. We're in it together. And so we always say, hey, let's look at our Amazon account. Even though we both know I'm the one that uses the Amazon account most of the time. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. But you did not say... You're spending too much money on Amazon. I said, no, let's look at it. Yeah. Let's look at it. And we went on like, what's it, three weeks? Yeah. I don't think anything was delivered to our house for three weeks. In fact, you actually thought that I broke it because... Someone delivered something. Remember, Rachel was having something sent here. Oh, yeah. And you were like, we got a package today. And you weren't, it wasn't like, I can't believe you did that. You just go, hey, we got a package today. And I'm like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. (laughs) I I wasn't even thinking about the fast when I brought that up. I said, we got a package today. That's so weird. We haven't got anything for three weeks. And then you open it. You're like, diapers? Yeah, why why do I have diapers? (laughs) Are you trying to say something? (laughs) They weren't adult diapers. No, they, they were, weren't. They, they were, were baby kids. diapers. Oh, that's even scarier. Are you trying to say something? <laughs> no, I'm no, definitely not saying that. Please, no. Okay. No, no. All right, next thing. Uh, number three is brainstorm. Yes. So I th- when I think of brainstorming, I always think of work because we brainstorm ideas on new product lines or whatever it is. Right. So what are you brainstorming new problems? Oh, oh, I certainly hope not. That would not (laughs) be good. So what's the brainstorming all about? The brainstorming is write down all your good ideas. Don't write down your bad ideas. (laughs) Even though I'm sure some of your good ideas, you will be told they were bad ideas. Yes, I'm sure. But write down down all of your good ideas and how to address the problem. So you take your situation, you take your issue, right? So let's go back to the keys for a second. Okay. The keys. How can we solve this problem let's just start start no, great idea electric shock when you walk in electric shock um yeah train <laughs> don't the, have a tree don't have a key hook anymore not a problem not a problem have the train the dog to attack the person that sets him not on the hook <laughs> so yeah you just brainstorm all these uh, have a bowl where they set instead you know right lots of different ideas don't get stuck that it has to be the way that it currently is right that it's this way or no right. other way. Two sets of keys. Your keys are here. My keys are there. So you never even have to worry about it, right? It's yep. these are, it, whatever. You write big, down. Big, poofy, fluffy ball on them that we saw when we were in Japan. Do you remember those big? Oh, yeah. You mean like a keychain? Yeah, like a yeah. keychain. Like, <laughs> it's like you're massive. Not, you're never going to lose <laughs> it, right? So, yeah. So you're supposed to just brainstorm ideas on okay. how to address the problem. You're supposed to try and make all your suggestions positive. Not no snarky, snark. no, no, snarky. S- no snark. And in terms of what you can do rather than what to stop doing. Ooh, interesting. So you're focusing totally on the on the positive and not the negative. So, well, since obviously having a key hook isn't working for you, right? Snarky, you're talking about what, you know, so. Well, that brings up a good point. If If it were working, it wouldn't be a problem. Exactly. So just saying, well, just make it work. Right. That, that doesn't really fix anything that doesn't right. resolve anything and it's not going to make either of you happy to just no, say that no so you do have to come up with a different solution to right you know manage that problem so right. i i like this this is pretty so good. when we thought of first doing a podcast back when we were we were vacationing in panama yeah and we thought of doing a podcast and we said six months people yeah Woo-hoo. and we said let's brainstorm ideas for our podcast and we just sat there and just we had like 50 ideas yeah we just started just saying things and so that idea you can use for your problems as well, right? Just start yelling out Any, solutions. Anything out of the box. It doesn't really yep. matter. I mean, every idea could be 
evaluated. Some right. will be better than others. Well, and you can go over it later and go, okay, that's not really doable. That's not, you know, and you just mark it off. And, but yeah, so that's what brainstorming is. Okay. And then no, this, no eye rolling. What? That's hard for me. I know. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> the eye rolling, they automatic, they automatically do it. I don't understand. You are crazy. <laughs> okay. The last one is agree. So I like the way, I disagree yes. with you. Agree. agree. Done. Done. Okay. Done. This is for all you men out there. Just agree with your wives. <laughs> Don't do that. No. That, that's patronizing. That is patronizing. However, it doesn't hurt to do it every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, we're not going to turn it away. No, what I liked, what I liked about this uh, was that once you've brainstormed, then you agree on one of the things that you brainstormed together. Yes. So that's what agree means. You um, pick one of your ideas that you brainstormed and you together decide to experiment with that and you also set a time frame with it. Okay, so for example, with our shopping thing, yes, let's have an Amazon fast for two weeks. Right. So that was a very doable thing. It was very doable. Because we were able to, you know, drive to the grocery store instead of Amazon. <laughs> Such inconvenience. And the grocery <sighs> store we could actually walk to it's not that far. It's less than a mile. But that's a whole other story. Um, so I like this because there's a time frame. You're trying this new solution out. Right. And then after that, you can evaluate and say, so wait, did that work? Right. Well, yeah, yeah, that worked. Yeah, look at the millions of dollars we saved. On millions. <laughs> on Amazon. Millions of Turkish. They actually called us and they Turkish were like, Lira. They were Paige, worried. Paige, what's going on? Are you okay? Are you in yeah, a ditch they somewhere? Weren't, they weren't going to meet their quarter. <laughs> <laughs> that quarter, they were very concerned. But he also said, back to seriousness for a second, uh -huh. he said one of the reasons it's hard for couples to find a solution that sticks is that they try to find the perfect solution to the whole problem right now. So, and so I thought that was super interesting when he said that. So that's why you go to these bite-sized pieces, brainstorm, come up with an idea, try it out. Like you're just trying these try, little... And if that one doesn't work... Then try the next one on your list right. and, you know, keep trying to figure out, I like this, yeah. small, concise, I can work with this. this right. Instead of it, you know, hey, this is a huge problem that we have. How exactly. do you deal with it? Is it a huge problem that I'm cooking every night now? No, not at all. <laughs> But, you're, get over but my, you're feeling displaced. I still feel displaced. <laughs> I do. I okay. love being in the kitchen with you. So okay. I'm going to help you with dinner tonight. I was going to say, let's, let's brainstorm, babe. No. What could we do? You could uh, cook every night. <laughs> it's just we're throwing out ideas did you just roll your eyes at me <laughs> no I was looking at the camera <laughs> what should I do <laughs> but no actually we talked about this that you could say hey on I'm going to be home on Wednesday nights or Thursday nights so I'll either help you make dinner or I'll make dinner or I'll make dinner yeah yeah, yeah exactly because then I also don't feel resentful that I'm making dinner every freaking night because no but the opposite's uh, bad for you too so when you say hey um, this is an issue, it could be that you're feeling guilty for not cooking. That's totally what it is. You have never once made me feel guilty for not cooking. Never. It is all my own. That's And my it doesn't own. matter if I tell you, don't worry about it, I got it. Right. It doesn't matter. I still feel guilty. So, I'm just but, like, So uh, we still need to talk about it right. and resolve that problem. So right. we're going to talk about how to do that next. Exactly. Okay, you can't 
do problem solving all the time, every time you're talking to each other. So you need to set aside time to do this. That the, would be exhausting too. Yes. Yeah. It would be exhausting. Now, what you can do every time, though, once you get into your speaker listening technique, once you start learning how to say things to each other, right? Yeah. The first time. I think that you're not going to have as many issues, right? But probably. But yeah. the issues, let's talk about how do I address the issues. Right. He had this great idea. It was a regular couples meeting. Yes. Him and his wife have a weekly meeting. It's not your date night. It can't be your date night. Date night is solely for fun. It's not to discuss problems or money issues or anything. Date night is fun. Okay. It doesn't have to be expensive, but it has to be fun and just chill. Your couple meeting is when you go. He said they usually take 30 to 45 minutes. They usually go to, they pick a night. I think it's like Thursday night. They go to Cafe Rio. The two of them, you know, order something and they go over their list. They make a list through the week separately okay. of things they want to discuss at their weekly meeting. So why do they do it separately? I think they do it separately. He was saying because one... If I, okay, no, if you put something on there that I didn't like, I might, I may just delete that. Yeah, you might. <laughs> Unfounded, <laughs> too emotional, right? Shove those emotions down, Darren, <laughs> I keep right. telling you. So yes, the one person might delete them, which that's or so Or it may be that I put something on the list in the heat of the moment and I go, you know what? I was being a, you know... A jerk then, right. so I'm going to just remove that because it's really not a problem. Exactly. Later in the week, he's like, that's that's not even worth our time to discuss. So we keep a separate list. Yep. We show up to this meeting, 30 to 45 minutes, time, so it's time boxed. And then we go down our list. And, yeah. and you may say, get to all of them. You may not. You may get stuck on one. That's okay. But that's okay. You're done after 30 minutes. Right. Okay. I like so, that. So, I don't know. What do you think? I, I think it's kind of a good idea to... It's something we haven't tried yet. We need. We, we need haven't. To do. We haven't tried. All so. right. So this is this is what uh, we're going to try this week. And all of you listeners out there, you can you know call us on the carpet on that one. Send your comments to it. Ask us. We'll report back in the next podcast whether we do this. Now another part of this meeting. I know you. What you're gonna want to you're gonna hack into my phone. you're gonna look at my list because no, you 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 because you, you have to know you won't change my list but you just want to know what I'm gonna talk about. How am I gonna hack into your list? <laughs> you won't even put it on the computer. You're gonna write it on That's, the back of a napkin or so something. True. But that is you. You want to yes, know? Yes, I would. I would want to know up front so I could be prepared. When we used to go to marriage counseling, on the way there, you would go. So, what are you gonna bring up today? Yeah, what are we talking about today? <laughs> And we resolved our problems before we even got to counseling. A lot of times we did. Yeah. Yeah, well. Glad, glad we paid 150 bucks. To- yeah, that was yeah, well worth it. Anyway, I just thought that was funny. That was funny. So there's, there's another thing that he said. It's about expectations. Yes. So you have to share your expectations with each other. And expectations actually can be a big problem in marriage. Um, he had this little formula that he said, expectations are a problem when... They're unaware, unreasonable, unspoken, and unwilling. Okay. Okay. So then he said, there's expectations versus reality. If your reality is less than expectations, then your reality is disappointment. Okay. That makes sense to me. Right? Right. So meaning you're, you're expecting a lot more than you're getting. 
I'm, I'm expecting a lot more of what I'm getting, but have I said anything about that? Exactly. So we, he said, we have to adjust our expectations. We can't just be, you know, I want you to be up here. You should be in heels and with pearls on, you know, every night with dinner ready and the kids all cleaned and sitting at the day, so that dinner go, table when I get home. Uh-huh, that goes to the number two, unreasonable. Unreasonable. <laughs> June Cleaver can do it. And unwilling, me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, maybe we'll just watch Leave it to Beaver instead of live Leave it to Beaver. But no, he talked about how if you're unaware of of your own expectation, first of all, you have to look at yourself, right? Like the expectation right now of me making dinner every night, that's not an expectation you have of me. That's an expectation I put on myself. Yep, it is. And... When I don't meet that expectation, the only one disappointed is me, not you. But so you need to express that expectation with me. Right. It's an expectation you have on yourself. It's right. not an expectation you have on me no. or that I have on you. No. So expectations can go in several They go, ways. yes. They can go sideways, up and down. Yeah. So I think this is good because most people, when you hear of expectations, it's, I have all these expectations of my wife. Right. Or you say, well, I have all these expectations of my husband. Right. And sometimes there are our own expectations on ourselves that are causing problems. Right. So if we bring these out yep. in, in, in these couples' meetings, it could be something on our list. Right. Right. Then we can address it as an expectation mismatch. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. But like you got to be careful of expectations because if you're going to throw something out there, you know, I'm expecting this of you. You got to be okay with something coming right back at you that you go, oh, well, you know what I mean? You've got to. Yeah, but I think you should be open to a point. I mean, if something's really bothering you, then understanding the difference between expectations and reality, maybe your spouse doesn't even know. Exactly. But I'm just saying you've got to be um, okay with if you're going to share your um, complaints, right, expectations, of your spouse partner, you've got to be okay with it coming back. You have to be okay. Absolutely. And that's part of this whole thing is we've got to be okay with sharing, listening, um, communicating. And, and all of this boils down to being respectful, right. In your conversations with each other. And, and that's what he said. We, we failed to mention that, that safety in a relationship is the key, meaning I feel like I can talk to you about something very serious or something that's really bothering me and you're not going to mock me or yell at me that it's a safe place to do it. He said that is so key in relationship. Right. So you have to make sure that you're building up that uh, relationship, that safety muscle with right. with your spouse. And we're all going to fail. We've, oh, we're, yeah. We've, we're all going to fail. We had a rough week last week. We did. This, we, right? had, we had a rough week. We. I was being grumpy. I... I didn't say anything about it. You didn't feel safe to say what's going on. So that was a major fail for us last week. But it was. We figured it out. We did, we finally talked about it. After we did talk about it, it actually it got... Like, that was stupid. I Why know. Why did we do that? It was like it got better and things... Figured, but yeah, we're... And once again, people, we are not experts. We are sharing these things because we're in it with you. We are right in the trenches with everyone trying to figure out how to make our... Marriage is better, right? Yep, absolutely. That's what we want. And our family's better. By the way, happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. We just celebrated our eighth anniversary. Yep. Yesterday, two days ago. Eight years of bliss. (laughs) (laughs) Are you cutting that out? (laughs) I'm not cutting that out. 
eight years of growth, honey. Growth, honey. Lots of growth. All right, for our lemonade moment of the week, we're still trying to find the lemonade. We just have a bunch of lemons. In the name of Heidi. Our dog. Our little Pooshan. She's half poodle, half Bichon. So Which means she's smart and ornery. And hypoallergenic. That had, she had to be hypoallergenic. Yeah, we'll talk about the dog. She's looking at me right now. She knows I'm talking about her. Yeah, she does. So the reason <laughs> she's a lemon is, <laughs> is yes. because little dogs sometimes have a hard time remembering what potty training is. Not that they don't remember. I think she's just conniving and evil. Yeah. I think so. Yes. Yeah. She never pees on the carpets when we're around. But We have never seen her pee in the house, ever. No, and when we leave, she's kenneled every time. Yes, so she's Houdini, or she's got some friends coming in no, maybe, you know, I at night. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, we've got the doggy door. Maybe she's got... the doggy got... door. Maybe someone's coming in at night and peeing all over our carpet. <laughs> well, I, I, I actually would rather think so, that Heidi's doing it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, in a... Flurry of excitement last week. <laughs> Paige got so sick and tired of the pea smell in the house, and we've tried charcoal and baking oh soda. Oh my gosh! And, you know, we've cleaned the carpets a hundred times. Yeah, it's just. And I literally went. We're pulling the carpets up today, and you were like, uh, "What are we putting down after?" And I'm like, "I don't care. I want them gone. I want them out." So, so we did. We, we did. pulled them we out. We pulled the carpets out of the downstairs of the house, and um, and one room is still concrete. Yeah, one room has concrete. The other room, we put down not new carpet again, but carpet squares. Carpet squares. It's a little white trash, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. So if one square gets peed on. It gets washed, a new square gets put in its place, and the other one gets set out to dry. So, yeah. or we just toss it. Or we toss it if it's really bad. So, yes. We have no lemonade from this yet. <laughs> we don't. because, And we didn't want to do anything permanent yet, like put tile or wood, because we want to redo the hole downstairs, but we're not ready to do that quite no, yet. So we yet. wanted a temporary fix to our incontinent dog she's not incontinent she's, i don't know what she is she's evil she gets back at us i'm telling you we've never once seen her go to the bathroom but when we pulled up that carpet we were like holy moly dog i think it's a i think it's a squirrel or a um a raccoon coming well we could have before. we could have the pee tested to see what <laughs> no i'm not gonna do that <laughs> I may put a camera up, though, and make sure nothing's coming in there at night. Wow. You're giving Heidi the benefit of the doubt completely that you think it's yeah, not no, her I doing know this. It's her. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I see you over there, Heidi. We're, we're still looking for the lemonade. Still looking. If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google. And head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org, where you can leave questions and comments. And, but most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. On next week's episode, we're going to talk about middle school age children. So 12 to 14 um, in a blended family how we deal with it sounds good scary (laughs) scary